keep shining. That is the tweet because, and I feel like that's my life story. Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. So baddie, tell us about yourself. Yes, it's appropriate that you said, hey, baddie. My sister actually calls me that. <laughs> so I, it's a term I view with affection. Uh, I am a woman who lives, um, I'm a Philly girl, not born and raised, but I've been here for all of my adult life. So I ha- very much have that mentality of, um, I'm a little bit, there's a shirt <laughs> that says, I'm not angry, I'm from Philly. I have an expressive face. <laughs> I'm I'm very honest, but I'm really loving when you, I don't even think you have to dig down deep. I care about people a lot. I've had done various jobs and had various interests in my life, but all of them are at the core of it about people. I love to express myself. So writing is the primary way. That's the the creative outlet where I think I have some ability, but I love to sing. Not terribly good at it, but I love to sing. I love music. I love dancing. I love reading. Um, And I'm someone who's really committed to fairness and justice in the world, which is another thing that has really impacted who I am and where I've gone in life. So let's dig into your venture. So just tell us a little bit more. Yeah. So my venture combines two of the things um, that I just mentioned, the writing. It started, I have a company called Brandon Campbell Communications, and that started with me falling back in love with writing. Uh, about 10 years ago, I was working at a nonprofit and just started a, a sports blog uh, about the Philadelphia Eagles because I thought I had, hadn't written about, written about sports again, but I thought that was a good way to hold me accountable. There are going to be games every week. Uh, let's try this. And I really fell in love with it. And it reminded me how much I loved writing. I had started school as a journalism major, switched to poli sci, but I've always loved writing. Uh, so from that was able to combine that love of writing with being a really good networker and was able to make my way to the Philadelphia Eagles and had a column with them for us uh, for a time. Mm-hmm. Then worked, did some freelance writing for the NFL and then just realized, gosh, I, it doesn't matter what the writing is. It doesn't just have to be sports. I just love this. And I really love the research aspect of it as well. So did some business writing, writing for a number of different outlets. I had my second child in 2017 and left, was in the midst of a really toxic, discriminatory work environment, knew mm-hmm. I couldn't go back, so knew that I had to figure something out. And it was at that point where I thought, okay, I'm going to take this writing and go from part-time to turning it full-time. So I went back to the the blogging roots, but focused on supporting small businesses. So content created, creator, uh, did blogging for businesses, a lot of social media management. That moved into more and more content strategy. And very recently, that has transitioned to 
doing anti-racist um, communication strategy. After the murder of George Floyd, like so many of us, I think first was just incapacitated, didn't know what to do. It brought up so many feelings. And because my space is communications was working with clients to think about, okay, you, you wrote a Black Lives Matter statement. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. We can't go back to normal after, after this. So, so let's talk about if that's your belief, what does that really mean? And out of interest, looked at a number of business accounts, saw how many either stopped at the Black Square, they didn't post anything else, even to this moment, or they just were like, whew, glad we got that out of the way, and <laughs> as if nothing had happened. I had some outreach from folks that I knew who owned businesses who didn't know how to react to some of the backlash they were getting about their Black Lives Matter statement, and it slowly dawned on me that people don't know how to do this, even well-meaning, um, if you have ongoing diversity training, which I think most places need, you're not talking specifically about the communications. Mm-hmm. And it was from those conversations that I realized this is an area where people need some help infusing their beliefs into their messaging, but not just doing it for the PR purpose, but making it something that they're building into their DNA. And that's how I came to launch my consulting services uh, for communications and diversity and inclusion. And, and that's where I am now. That's an amazing journey. Um, Cause when you started, it was like starting sports and football. And I was like, well, how are we going to get to this? Place? <laughs> so I love that there's this thread of writing and communication that just like cuts through all the stories because I feel like oftentimes in our journeys as entrepreneurs, it's like that. It's like over here, over here, but there's this like one thread that continues. So Mm -hmm. I really love that. And also you're taking um, just like everything happening now in the world that has been happening, but folks may not have had like the language around it. And you're approaching it from a comms perspective, which is amazing because like, it's like you're choosing your lane. Like we have some people that are doing workshops, some people that are doing this, the audits. And you're like, I'm going to focus on the comms piece. I want to focus on the comms. So it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And that's exactly right. I was really wrestling with what is my lane in all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not the, the activist. There are many people doing that effectively. What is my lane? And this really, I think, is it. And I, I didn't mention when I started to do the writing that I had been in international education doing study abroad advising and Mm -hmm. then working at some internationally focused nonprofits. So there was always this this educational element. And I actually had at one of the nonprofits done some um, DNI training of teaching professionals. And then when I had this idea, kind of like you're saying, it's like all of that finally made sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious to know what learnings have you had throughout your journey? So it can be throughout your journey up until this point, or just like the journey um, in like the creation of your consulting company and specifically as it relates to being a black woman in this climate. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I always joke about, I don't know if I have the attention span to write a book, but if I do, I think that question would be my launching off point. Yeah. Um, I would say that the biggest learning is what 
your listeners probably already know that this is hard for us, but being good at what you do and being good at heart in your heart always matters and will always get you through. Mm-hmm. That is something I believe in my heart of hearts. I have gone through some horrible experiences. When I mentioned the place where I was when I was pregnant, I had to work with uh, a place called the Women's Law Project in Philadelphia to just navigate my way through that to just exist and, and be as, as unbothered as possible during my pregnancy. And all of that really stinks. It stinks that we have to do all of this extra to be treated like humans. And even so, we barely are. But uh, just know that you are brilliant, you're beautiful, and if you are beautiful in both heart and mind, that that's going to, it may not seem like it. Yes, it's going to be hard, but that is going to pay off. That's really um, the biggest thing I I think I have learned. Yeah. Have you had any um, challenges that you've turned to opportunities, whether in thinking about like this new, um, not new, but like this, uh, this vertical that you're taking around like diversity and inclusion as it relates to comms or just like the pivots that you've made while connected to comms, which is different. Have you had any challenges that you've face that you have turned into opportunities within yes. this work. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I think that's an exercise in creativity. I think that I, I, a lot of my roles were in strategic partnerships and I think I'm good at that as well. Just something that's helpful as an entrepreneur, as well as in life is they're going to be failures and to not get down on yourself about them, but to learn from them. So that is something I learned really early on with doing the writing and being in this sports space and the male dominated and very competitive, uh, even outside of space with pitching articles. So I viewed, if I was told no, or we're not interested, not as a stop sign, but just a detour. So it would be a, depending how you looked at, at it, it could be something that was helpful to help you redirect perhaps regather. Maybe that was your sign that this was not the audience for you. Uh, Perhaps it was a sign that maybe make some tweaks to what you are pitching, um, but come back. And even with connecting with the, the Eagles to have a column, I, that was not a, yes, it was a lot of maneuvering and I was able to find people in my network that were connected there. But uh, I had to make a number of approaches (laughs) to say, Hey, look, I'm a, female blogger. I'm really good at what I do. I'm a female blogger about football. Um, I literally put in my calendar quarterly, just each quarter, remind myself, reach out, take another, take another angle, another kind of landing approach. And eventually they kind of, they remembered and they were always polite, like, oh, hey, Brandon. And then they had an idea. They wanted to have a column uh, that appeals to their women fans. And I was the first person they thought of because of that um, persistence. So just uh, don't view things as failures. It can be, yeah, just viewed as perhaps that's not the time at that particular moment. Um, but just that's just a pause, a detour, and you can come back for your landing at a different time. 
Yeah, I really like that. The It's not a stop sign, it's a detour. I thought you were going to take it into the space of like, it's a yield sign. So you know uh, how like you have to roll up and you have to yield. Sure. <laughs> sure. And sometimes it could be that, yeah. But sometimes yeah. it's like, all right, well, let me just... Go the other way. Exactly, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to same place. Right. And another um, challenge that you turn into an opportunity is like, when you have those stops, still like reevaluating, you detail, but you also are persistent in yes. the midst of that. It's just like, I'm going to still send that email. I'm going to still, because you're going to hopefully remember me. And if you don't, I'm still going to send this email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're going to hear from me anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or when I blow up, that's probably when you're going to be reaching out. I'm like, oh, I, I thought we replied to this email. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, but you could have a chance. Right. But I'd like to add here as well, if I could, that this is where the really goodness of heart can matter as well, because yes, I was, I wanted an opportunity, but I also, I mentioned that I'm a good networker. I actually really like networking because I just view it as getting to know different people. And I don't look at what you can do for me. Of course, there may be times where I'm like, oh, I need someone at this company, but I always try to sustain relationships with folks and right. not just make it transactional. And I think that also is helpful when you then need something from someone. They see, okay, she's not, we've been hearing from her consistently. She's been trying to get to know us. She's, you know, saying, hey, gosh, that was a tough season. You know, mm-hmm. she's trying to, to form a relationship. And I, I'm seeing through each phase of my business how that is really paying dividends from people that, you know, I haven't heard from in years, but coming back and saying, hey, I see you're doing this. My organization needs training. I'd love to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where the just being being a good person really matters. Yeah. I really like that. Around the um, D&I work that you're doing, like the communications aspect, like how have you been surfacing the new clients that you're working with? Is it based off of like are folks reaching out to you and like tugging at your your coattail or is it like, Oh, you're tracking those who are putting up statements and not like following up with, you know, actual actions. Like I'm curious about that. It's a little bit of both. I have not been organized enough to, to really track as much as I'd like to some of the companies that I think are doing interesting things or I have Mm -hmm. questions about. So, so far it's, it's been people that and organizations that I know and people I've worked with in the past or kind of know in some capacity that see that I'm doing something like this uh, and are really interested in in learning more or working with me, which has been great. And I'd like to build off of that and um, to grow and expand to reach even more folks or um, also referrals they've heard from other people. Um, So that's really been how it's, it's been building. It's a very, very new offering for me, but it's had just out of the gate, a a ton of momentum. So I'm trying to have a lot of conversations with folks about what can anti-racism look like in business in general to to kind of get their attention and then really then talk about the communications piece to kind of drill down. And then I think people are really getting it. I think some out of the gate understand and understand, yes, we've had no idea what to do with our social media. Some aren't really sure what that means, but when you start talking to them about it, they really get like, oh yes, I, I totally get it. And I really 
really need that. I love that. I, I really like that. So what words of advice, thinking about some of the learnings you've had and the challenges you've shared that you've turned into opportunity, would you give to your younger baddie self? So think about you two years ago, three years ago. So what are some words of advice that you would give your younger baddie self? The words of advice I'd give to myself would be to not be, to not be so scared to go out on my own. Mm -hmm. That in particular, because I really, when I was doing the freelance stuff, it was fun, but I remember saying to myself several times, oh, goodness, I wouldn't want to do this full time. I don't want to have a business full time. And I, I think that's not exactly, I don't think that was really true. <laughs> I think that's kind of why I had such a, um, why God had to be a little bit <laughs> bold and be like, okay, you can't go back to that job. Yes. This is what you need to do right here. Uh, so that I had no other options. Um, I think that's the advice I would give to myself. And I also give myself the advice very similar to what I was saying um, early on in this, in this podcast too, to just have a good heart, do good work and know that it is going to come together. So, so far uh, somehow, because I was really at a point where I was saying, you know, friends who had been at jobs for like 15 years and they were the director of this or that. And I was, I just felt like I was lost and where am I going? Yeah. And it, you know, now at this moment, it all seems to make sense. And I just could not see that two or three years ago. So I just needed to, like my mom says, I needed to, to hand it over, which I did not do. Yep. Hand it over. Be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead. All, all the good stuff that mamas say. Exactly. Yes. Thank God for mamas. That's right. Oh, yes. So where do you aspire for Brandon Campbell consulting to be in two to three years? And how can the community of baddies help you get there? So for the first time, I have to say that I love this question before it kind of stressed me out. And I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. How do I know in two to three years? But with this consulting, I really do feel like it's and it's finally in alignment with everything that I am and believe in as a person. Yes. So in two to three years, I see the uh, anti-racist consulting expanding uh, to being really a full set of inclusion services. So not focusing on the range of ways that people search for and need to be inclusive so um, body positivity, being inclusive in terms of gender, uh, ability level, really work with companies in all of those ways, doing trainings, helping them with their communications, really just trying to make it so that so many people in the world don't feel like they're an other or don't feel so uncomfortable and like they're different to really start showing and showing and making companies believe that, you know, let's speak to every member of your audience. This yeah. Yes. Oh, well, there are only two of those. Those two are really important. So let's reach to them. Let's, let's make them feel special. So I see that happening. I see the two kind of parts of my company, the consulting, as well as the content creation coming together, where, for instance, if a, I'm working with a company on the consulting and they're like, okay, this is great. We don't know where to go from here. We need some help creating content 
that is diverse and inclusive can say, well, I happen to know people. Yes. Come on over here and let's work together. And then I will have, I will have, you know, some fantastic writers of color, photographers of color, just creators that I work with and we're going to build this together. And even just working with us will be an act of anti-racism. You're, you're helping support black businesses and black professionals. So that's the overall vision. And how can the community support me? Uh, I would love to hear from, if you're a creator yourself, I'm looking to connect my clients with, I don't want, so what's great about this in a number of ways, I'm, I'm a bossy person, so this is a healthy <laughs> way to channel it, and I don't want anyone to have an out. I don't want a client to be like, you know what, again, that example, oh, we, we'd love to hire a black writer, we just don't know any. I want to be like, oh, that's a shame. Here's a list of great ones that I right. know I've worked with. So I want to get to, if you're a creator, a photographer, a graphic designer, illustrator, I would love to hear from you, get to know you, see if there are ways we can work together either now or in the future. And if there are the other huge ways you can help me is if you are at a company, if you see companies where you just feel like they are not getting it at all, they have said this one thing, but everything they post is not like that, or you just sense that they're struggling, let me know about it. Uh, because number one, I'm just interested. And that may be a company that I approach, give a little um, pitch and free advice to and try to turn into uh, a client. Because I, I think there are, you know, there are many businesses that just, it's a calculated financial decision. Sure, right. that's business. But I feel like I'm hearing from a lot of people who want to do something. They're just too terrified to know what the next step is. So right. I want to, you know, sure, this is about business, but it's also, we can't get anywhere until we get this big elephant off of our backs in terms of fear of talking about race. So if there are companies, and again, many of you may be at those companies and you think, you know what, we really, we've got great diversity training, but we do not know what the heck we're saying on our website. Drop me a line. I'd love to know about it. Yes, I love that. I, several ways that baddies can support. So um, I hope that a baddie or a friend listening to this can definitely like support you and helping you get there and maybe less than two to three years, maybe in a yes. year. Who knows? <laughs> yes. And a actually, can I add, I'm sure it will yeah. be in your show notes, but, and you can also follow me on, on social media. That's a huge help. Mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram, I'm at Brandon Campbell Comms. My name is with a Y, so Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-Y-N-C-O-M-M-S. Um, on Instagram, Brandon Campbell Communications on Facebook. That's another great, wonderful way to support me. Awesome. I was just about to ask about social media, so you beat me to it. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so in closing, want to close with a closing baddie tweet. So do, do you have a closing baddie tweet you want to leave us with? Oh, goodness. Closing baddie tweet. Let's see. I have a friend who has a a show called Two Word Story and asks people kind of what is their their two words, which is a nugget in golden wisdom and mm -hmm. far fewer than uh, a tweet, far fewer words than allowed. Keep shining. That is the tweet because, and I feel like that's my life story. It's gotten 
ugly sometimes, but even through the dirt, I found a way to shine. I love blingy things, tiaras, find the shine. There's a tiara on my desk. So just if you find yourself in a moment and and it's tough and they, there will always be the rough moments, just think to yourself, keep shining. Even if you don't feel it, find a way to smile, find a way to shine, to feel your best, to be your best, because it's going to pay off. So keep shining, Batty. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things baddies with business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you. You can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. If you want to support Baddies with Business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the Baddies with Business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord, Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad. Be bold. Be a baddie.